0: Hit music continues shortly, but right now it is time to chat all about some new Irish music. Following the release of their recent single, Play God, Irish rockers, The Blizzards, have revealed details of their fourth studio album, Sometimes We See More In The Dark. I am so delighted that the main man himself, Brezzy, has made time to chat with us. Brezzy, you're very welcome. And how are things?
1: I'm really good. How are you getting on?
0: Very well. Thank you. And all the better for chatting with you, Brezzy. It's an exciting time for The Blizzards. You are back. Album number four, a whole new body of work. How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we 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 couldn't do much really for the last two years. That was we, we kind of accepted that really quickly. There's going to be no gigs for quite a while. And what do you do? Like, what can you do? And the only thing we, we knew we could do was actually to write a record. And it's kind of a big thing to take on, you know, to put to put a record together in a body of work. But I think it's kind of the responsibility of, of any artist or band to actually put bodies of work together. And I think we've created an industry where people just put out singles all the time and that's not what it is for me to be in a band it's about putting records together and that's still important to most artists even though it mightn't be in terms of how music's consumed now but yeah it was it was a big thing to take on but I, I adore making records it's 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 my favorite thing to do because it's just it's just a, it's a different world you go into and it's it's a real privilege to be able to make another record.
0: Well I'm so glad you're saying that because I think a lot of the OG Blizzard fans are very happy to see this happen because we know for the last number of years you've been very vocal and of course been an advocate for all things mental health and you've done some amazing work around that but at the end of the day I think what people know and love you for is making music so when you're single the first single off this record Play God came out I think a lot of the OG fans were probably happy to hear that stripped back Brezzy back on the mic and uh, doing what he does best.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's been hard for me as well. Like, I mean, I'm very passionate about the work I do. And, you know, we started Lust for Life, the you know, the charity. We're in thousand schools now. That was always what I wanted to try and achieve. And even Louise in the band, you know, is an incredible psychologist. So we work in this area for, for so long now. And we care greatly about it, but we also care greatly about performing and playing music. It's that's our job. That's what we are. And you never you never lose that. Like, and that's the, the hardest part is having not been able to gig or whatever like that. But with the band, when we started this record, the first thing we said we were going to do was go back to that garage band, go back to that idea of plugging in and playing. And the the advice I give to most bands is you very quickly can lose the rawness that got you into music in the first place. When you start worrying about everything else that you don't control, like playlists and Spotify, like all the other stuff, you know, it, it it can consume you. And we said, no, let's just leave it. Let's just actually make a record, go back to Going into a rehearsal room and plugging in the guitars and writing songs and not thinking about it too much. And I that is where I want to be. That's what I enjoy. And even for my own mental health, I need to do that. I without that, life feels a little disconnected for me. So, you know, you gotta practice what you preach. You gotta do a little bit what you love, no matter what that is.
0: You've been in the industry creating, producing, writing music for the last 15 years, I'm going to say. You've seen a lot of change. And I mean, you mentioned it there, social media platforms. You know, you've got the likes of TikTok. It's not just as simple, really, as creating music in your garage anymore. You need to be able to put together a really catchy 15-second TikTok and go viral. Like, the competition is rife.
1: Yeah, I mean, I spoke at South by Southwest this year. Like, in, like to see the difference, I've been, I was there a while ago, but speaking at it, And one of the things I said is musicians aren't content creators. That's not what we are. And we shouldn't have to be that. That shouldn't be our main priority. But it's become the main priority of much of the, especially record labels, that becomes the first thing they say to you. you know. And I understand why. I get it. I completely understand the rationale behind it. And I respect it. And it is what it is. The music industry has always changed and adapted. But it's very consuming for artists and musicians and songwriters to spend 80% of their time Actually, figuring out what they're going to do on social media platforms, rather than actually going in and crafting their music and learning how to perform it and play it, and then you see artists who become very famous on TikTok who've no stagecraft, who get thrown onto a big stage and actually, excuse excuse the language, shit the shit themselves, because they haven't. You 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 need to you need to kind of develop into into the what we do. And if you look at the really brilliant artists that we've we have developed over the years, like Hosier. Hosier did not happen overnight. That was good management and good protection and development and allowing him to find his sound and his craft and then bang, becomes one of the biggest artists in the world because he was that good. You know, and I think that's a really important element of it. I like where the industry is at the moment, especially in Ireland, because we have all these different genres. We never had that before. We were very kind of one-dimensional as an industry. It was all generally just guitar music or or singer-songwriters. Now we have this amazing incredible kind of myriad of different genres that are all brilliant and bringing this new new sound and the industry here is really thriving because of that uh so yeah I, I do think the industry's changed and i very much you can't fight that that's the one thing i will say it's too big and it's too meaty to try and fight you need to make a decision yourself Do you want to get run over by it or do you want to just do what you want to love but tiktok is is It's it's an absolute anomaly in itself. It is potentially the greatest marketing tool that's ever been used. And you have you have to approach it like that. But if you're in a band and you're lucky enough to be able to divide your attention between doing that and also actually crafting your music and writing your music, then you're onto something.
0: Each week we speak to new and emerging Irish talent and it kind of would break your heart a little bit to hear artists say, we need to write a single that will go viral on TikTok. We need to write something that people will dance to on TikTok. I think that probably is the wrong approach.
1: It is. I, I, I think it is. Like, And I think depending on what you're trying to achieve, what, what's been great about music is... It's now opened to anybody, and people who mightn't have had the chance to be come into a band or put a band together, which is a tough thing to do, might know that many people to be in a band with. Go well, actually, I'm a really good singer, and I love singing, and I love writing music, and I love writing quirky stuff, and they start putting it on TikTok. But it's a very different thing writing a 15 second song and writing a, a you know a piece of music, and it, you know I always say it is what it is. The other thing that's come into the music industry and generally the creative industry is things like NFTs and stuff like that, and it's freaking us out a bit because, as I said, speaking at South by Southwest, which is the biggest music festival and tech festival in the world at the moment, and saying, that's not what we are. And what you need is people around you to make, you know, if you divide all your attention into doing that, how are you going to write music? Like, how are you going to craft your your ability to play live? And, you know, it's a great way to grow a fan base, but it, what are what you growing a fan base for if you don't have a body of work? If yeah. all you have is a 15-second song,
0: how was that message received by the big American TikTok stars at South by Southwest, tell me?
1: Well, the tech, you know, I think tech has always, tech since tech has kind of come into the music industry, it's 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 definitely forced us to change. Like it started with obviously the internet and music becoming essentially free. Um, that was the first challenge that we had as an industry. We kind of adapted to a point around that. Then streaming came in. And then there was another challenge and these are challenges. They're not, they're not going to, the industry has been around a lot longer than all these different platforms. You know, it's been around a long time. It always adapts. But yeah, I think sometimes people can be very touchy around this and, and say things like, you know, they're, they're going, well, if you're not, if you're not with this, you're going to just fall behind. I'm like, well, so be it. That's, that's all right with me. Um, yeah. I'm not in this with any false sense of trying to, you know, play stadiums or be a here and that's not what we are. We do it because we adore it, and we love putting all this mad stuff in our head into a into a song. Uh, if something comes from it, it comes from it. But we've lost the interest in in being overwhelmed by the yeah. things we have no control over. And yeah, I think tech has helped music in one way and massively hindered it in another way.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the album because you're going to do a big launch night in the Academy in Dublin on May the 14th. And um, what can fans expect from the album?
1: I mean, every band says this, and I hate saying this, and I want to punch my own face by saying it out (laughs) loud, but like it is definitely the body of work I'm most proud of, of what we've done. It's the most complete body of work. And like there's some songs in it that are really, really heavy, like Wartime General, which opens the album, is just this absolute chaotic, you know, angry song. And it's about standing up for yourself in a world that feels like they can just rob your integrity whenever they want. And you're like, no, no, I'm not having that. And the idea behind that song is like, I'm quite a peaceful person, but if you want to go there, I'm a wartime general. I'm not I'm not going to be walked over. And that's about being assertive. And then obviously we've we've quieter songs like play God that it's a really important song that grew out of a conversation I had with my good mate Vicki Feeling and how she said, You gotta live the life that's in front of you. You know, you gotta live it. We keep, we're so busy chasing a life all the time that we miss living one. And I think that was really hit me right between the eyes. And then there's there's kind of songs like Magic and Misery. There's the we have one song in the album called Great Party, you're not invited. And it's basically written about Boris Johnson and how all these lads had great parties. And we were like, we're not allowed to go. Or, we're not even allowed. We're not allowed to leave the house and you're partying. You know, and we can't even go to loved ones funerals and you're partying. And it's just about the idea that, you know, there's there's two groups of people in the world. There's the political kind of idea. And it, it's it, it is that but a lot of fun in the record, a lot of fun, very much plug in and play uh, two guitars, three guitars and, and a drum kit you know, and, and focus, and that's what we do, and that's what we're good at.
0: Brezzy, once the album is out there and in the world as of May 14th, what's next for the Blizzards? Are you going to get on the road while you be gigging? Can fans look forward to hopefully catching you on stage?
1: Yeah, we have a good few gigs coming. Um, we're playing Independence, obviously, down in Cork, and we're doing Wild Roots, which looks like an amazing new festival, and we're actually supporting Black IPs, which is <laughs> an interesting uh, combination of, of groups and... I'm looking forward to that, like because you get to you know, you, you're on the bigger stage and, and bigger stages are are mad crack. Like they're just they're brilliant. So, yeah, we have a couple of gigs coming up. We have more to come. The album launch on the 14th. And the Academy is is a special gig. I think we have quite a lot planned for that. And we have Amy supporting us and she's an amazing, amazing. There's a, a person who's adapted into the industry in all the right ways and. Um, so, yeah, it's great to have her as well. So that's the, that's the crack. We're, we're ready to go now. The album's done. We're ready to set sail. That's that's just the way it is.
0: Deadly. Well, look, I think everybody is ready for it as well, Brezzy, and we can't wait to be rocking it out with you and, of course, uh, listening to that full album when it comes out. Sometimes we see more in the dark. We're going to leave you with this one. It is the recent single and the first release from the album as well called Play God. Brezzy, thank you so much for chatting with us.
1: Over Louise. Thanks, Emil. Hey, this is Brezzy, and you're listening to the Blizzard new single on Spin.